Hello, and welcome once again to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we... (coughs) Sorry. COVID. (coughs) Man, (laughs) it's a long sentence for post-COVID. Okay. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. But together, we are the Review Queens. A terrifically special cheerio. To all of our members over on Patreon, if you want to know more, go to ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon. If you want to support in an additional way, then go to ReviewThatReview.com slash Donate. Donate. Well, Chelsea, hello. Happy day after Valentine's. How are you? Full of love and gratitude until I complained, but very grateful to like finally be coming out of this illness and slowly reintroducing myself to the world. I mean, you really take things for granted when you're well. And then when you're sick and you're just, that's it, you're knocked out. You know, you realize I should be a little bit more grateful. So uh, feeling gratitude this week. How about you? Life is good. Our Valentine's Day was filled with puppy kisses, and uh, it was wonderful. We had a great week, and I'm happy to be back. And your birthday's coming up soon, I feel like, right? Yeah, and one? Well, I guess, wait, no, February has 28 days. So, yeah, in one month minus a day. Yay! Well, the countdown has already begun. (laughs) Party in the USA. Party in the USA. Well, just because we're grateful and well and in love doesn't mean that we don't have things to complain about. We know that that's true. Trey, would you like to... Lodge a complaint. I would. But Chelsea, I would love for you to go first. Oh, how gracious. Is there anything you would like to complain about? Yeah, I do have something in real time. So... One of the things with being sick is, I'm sure, I'm I'm hoping this is relatable content, you don't do laundry, right, for so long. Like, I was already backed up on the laundry train before I got sick, Mm -hmm. so you can only imagine what I've been dealing with over the past, you know, trying to catch up, and I finally was like, all right, I'm going to tackle it. And I guess, like, because I'm sick, right, I've been shoving tissues into like pockets of my sweatpants and stuff. And I don't know if like this is a problem for everyone, but like for me, this happens when you accidentally leave a tissue in a pocket and you put it through the washer and then it goes in the dryer and then it becomes like tissue confetti. Do you, can you read what is literally my complaint for today? Wash. Schmutz in the washer. (laughs) Stop. It's finally happened. This is oh my literally God. my complaint. Our minds have melded. Wow. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. How crazy. Wait, 
Did you just say real time? Because it literally just happened to me eight minutes ago. Tissues in the wash written down at the top of my paper. I just, it's so annoying. Like, why? Why couldn't I remember it? Really, like, there's no one to blame but me, I guess. But it's the tissues specifically like the schmutz is like annoying and the lint is annoying but like whatever you take it out of the lint tray you're you're done but the tissues man they're like the glitter of laundry oh that's very true right all right so so now that i know this is your complaint chime in okay so i actually had don't ask why okay i had um some i had a tortilla chip i guess in one of my pockets (laughs) yes (laughs) So in my washer, so I literally just took all of the wet clothes out to put them in the dryer, and there is like wet, soggy tortilla chip all over all of my clothes. Oh, all over your clothes. Yeah. Like, I guess it was a long tortilla chip that I didn't (laughs) remember was there. (laughs) Don't ask any questions. (laughs) And now it's all over everything. So I was literally like, you know what? wash. Well, that's my question. I was like, well, I'm about to see Chelsea in literally a minute. So I'll just wait and see. Because I was like, do I really have to rewash everything? Or can I? How bad is the schmutz? Like, has the tortilla become like gluey and goopy? You got to rewash. Not goopy, but like soggy. Like, I was like violently like shaking Like, Can you pick it off? Or is it one with the garment? Well, I think that there was like a napkin too or something. So that is also everywhere. (laughs) Right. It's I'm telling you, it's the napkins and the tissues that really wreak havoc. Yeah, well, I of course, I like have to make things complicated. So I did just throw everything in the dryer to see if it will start separating. Sometimes, I was going to say, sometimes the dryer can come in clutch in a situation like that and sort of shake it all around, you know, do the hokey pokey. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to like, karate chop everything off, you know? Yeah. And I did have to get a rag and like wipe all these remains out of the washer. Like, I guess it was really a lot of chip in there. Oh, gross. And then just like, for me, it's... I don't know what the tissues or if this was the case with the tortilla, but it's like, then I got to get out the broom. You know what I mean? Now I'm all of a sudden I'm, I'm sweeping, mm-hmm. right? Like I got a new job as if I wasn't like out of breath from being sick and doing all this laundry. All of a sudden now I'm sweeping as well. Uh, so what did you do? Did you just start the laundry over? No, like in that case, the clothes is clean. Like the tissue's been through the wash. It's been through the dryer. Like it's not doing anything. It's just that like, it it gets like caught in the lint tray, but then as soon as I open the door, it's just like an explosion of yeah. tissue confetti. So, I mean, I took care of it. I shook it out, but like, you know, I couldn't just leave my like laundry room floor like that. I had to then clean that up. And it's just, it's one of those things like everything else where it's like you, you put aside an allotted amount of time to do a task and maybe in my case it was like i've been dreading doing the laundry so like i was like all right chelsea let's go like i it took a lot to like work up the courage to do it and who needs this 
on top of it. You know, also, I don't know if this happens to you, I go back and forth with like the pods, not using the pods. I found that I was like really going crazy with the liquid. I was like overusing with the liquid. so So I thought maybe the pods would help me stay in line a little bit. They say two pods for a big load. I've been sticking to that and thought maybe I'd save a little bit of money because I don't want to just be pouring it down the drain. Still looking for alternatives. I know there's like some natural alternatives out there. But regardless, have you ever had a situation with the pod where the pod sticks? The last time I ever bought a pod, that's what happened. Oh my God. It was like congealed blue all over this like white shirt. I was like, this is insane. Yes. Exactly. So that also happened with the tissue debacle. When I went to take the stuff out of the washer, a white shirt was now stained blue and green from whatever was inside and like alien particles of this like pouch thing are stuck. I can't believe we had the same complaint today. Laundry. That is crazy. That is crazy. But not crazy. And then not, you know, because we do to become one here. With us and the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. From our episode last week. Yeah. Hello. That's so fun. Well, I'm glad that we have this as like both of our complaints. Hopefully what that means is that this is universal. Listeners, do you deal with this? Like, do you hate sort of a sharp right turn, right? When you're in the middle of doing laundry, you think you're on track? Let us know. 1-850-REVIEW-ZERO. I feel like I shouldn't have let you go first. Okay, I will attest to the fact that we both write the complaints at the top of our notebooks at the top, and both of us had written it. So nobody beat the other one to the finish line, or the punch, or the schmutz. We just both have the same complaint. Now I'm super curious to hear about the complaint that you're bringing in this week in the form of a review, Try. No, okay, that's good. Yeah, let's just move forward. Yeah. So <laughs> let's go ahead and do the title of our show. Woo! Review that review. All right, let's do it. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, we break it down, and then we rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. That's right. And Trey, in the, I think in the after show, I'm not sure if it came up at all in last week's episode, but you've been teasing this titillating review for a minute now. Trey has told me, he has alerted the Patreon community that this is going to be a sexy week here at Review That Review. Is Mm -hmm. that true? It's very accurate. Wow. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. It's like I've been sitting on pins and needles waiting to know what this could possibly be. Well, everyone, I just want you to know if you have children listening, if you continue forward with today's episode, it is at your own discretion. (laughs) Eiler, this is officially your message to push stop and listen to another episode. Eiler, come back to episode 89 of Review That Review and about how old is Eiler? seven he can come back in 10 years make it make it 15 years (laughs) Eiler come back in 15 years okay here we go okay so today oh I should also say like this I found this because I talked about this on the patreon but I found this review a long time ago and I thought oh this will be perfect to do for Valentine's Day but then because of scheduling and the way the calendar was set up our one in five was our Valentine's week so 
this is perfect for today, the day after Valentine's Day, when people were joining in lovemaking. So today, I have a five-star Amazon review written by Pax16, spelled P-A-I-X-16, for the book entitled, She Comes First. (gasps) The Thinking Man's Guide to Pleasuring a Woman. Yes. Parentheses, Kerner, Paperback, Dash, Illustrated. February Illustrated. 2009 by Ian Kerner. Super Cala. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. Wow, Trey. So that's why I let you go first earlier. Thank you. How progressive and feminist of you. I like this book so far from the title. It's a five-star review, so that makes me feel even better, Power to the Woman, but with a Y, right? W-O-M-Y-N. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Shut up now. But the point is, do you know that song? Uh, you, I can't. You, you come first. No. Let me give you what you deserve. Sorry, Natalie. Don't don't get on me about the riff, okay? There's probably like a million notes in that one thing. I didn't break down the riff. But there is a song about that. And I didn't... We should like maybe play a clip of it at some point if we can find it. But I didn't realize at first when I was hearing that, I was just like, oh, you come first. Like, that's such a sweet song about like a boyfriend or a husband being like, you, baby, like... like like you come first like you're i'm gonna think of you before i think of anything else and then i realized like no 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 this is a sexy song and i find that so many songs do that right with the double entendre where like you're singing them forever and you're just like ooh, this is a nice little ditty and then you're like wait a minute i'm singing about oral sex mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the song trey right i've never heard the song but Oh my I God, love I that tangent. Thank you. Can we play it for a second just so that you can... Just for a second. All right, share. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweetie. If only your walls happen to talk, they'd say you had a lot of selfish lovers. Get what they want, hit and run away. Wow. So let me go down, 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 down. You don't even need to ask me. I'ma go round, 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 round. Till you've had enough. Let me go down, 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 down. You know that it makes me happy hearing you loud, 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 loud. When you feel my love, darling, you come first. Let me give you what you deserve. If I'ma love you, make you feel like you're the only one, then you come first. I mean, the moan at the end. I wonder why there's whistling. I don't know. Maybe Gotta wet your whistle. Wet your whistle, I guess. I don't know. But like, can you believe? I had been like singing along to that song on the radio for a really long time before I was like, oh. Anyway, pun I've literally intended, I guess. never heard that song. It was on the radio. Yeah. Or I, I play like Spotify, like mood lifters and stuff. I do Spotify playlists. I shouldn't say radio, but you mm. know what I mean? It was like charting. 
Anyway, tangent aside, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into Pack 16's five star review of She Comes First. Yes. All right. So this is Pack 16's five star Amazon review for the book She Comes First: The Thinking Man's Guide to Pleasuring a Woman, paperback edition. Very important. So this is Pax's subject, <clears throat> all caps, very highly recommended, an eye-opener, four exclamation marks, okay. a confidence builder, three exclamation marks. Now this That's all was the title? That's right. Yep. So this was written on October 15th of 2018, and this is for the 2009 edition of the book. All right, here we go. Verified purchase. She Comes First is very highly recommended. It has opened my eyes. It has significantly increased my confidence. It has made me a much better partner slash lover. I stumbled upon the book while searching for the joy of sex. At the time, I was newly divorced and in search of direction prior to re-entering the dating world. Based on the reviews, I purchased both books. Unfortunately, I read TJS first. It was somewhat enlightening, but nothing I would recommend. After sitting in my desk for more than a year, I read SCF. It was an eye-opener. I never realized how little I knew about the female anatomy. After reading the book, I better understood why, over the years, women said I was, quote, too fast and or, quote, too rough. Although I was a little overwhelmed at times with the technical aspects of the book, the first time I put the techniques into practice, I was shocked how easy it was to step up my game. I made a, all caps, very good first impression with the new woman in my life. The responses to my moves were overwhelming. For the first time, I felt like I knew what I was doing. Throughout the night and into the early morning, I always prioritized her. Nice. My contentment took her by surprise. I truly focused on savoring all aspects of pleasing her instead of worrying about my needs slash desires. Since this was our first time together, this approach went a long way towards allaying her concerns that my interest might be short-term. As a result, I have laid the groundwork for building a key facet for a strong, long-term, quote-unquote, relationship. I stress relationship because the book is about much more than sex. It's a paradigm shift. Mm. Unfortunately, my ex-wife will never experience the benefits of my enlightenment. Our sex life was very routine slash dull, although SCF wouldn't have saved our marriage it might have eliminated an Achilles heel we never discussed. Enter, enter. Plus sign, 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 plus
Enter, enter. P.S. Dash. The more I practice, the better I be, quote, come. Ooh. So far, my record is providing five orgasms in one day <gasps> across two sessions. I have discovered three ways to, caps, guarantee results. I have gone from an amateur to an expert. Trust me, the techniques work wonders. All caps. Most importantly, my insecurities are gone. Also, by prioritizing my lady friend, I have rightly made her feel very special. All caps. She always comes first. In and outside of the bed. Four exclamation marks. This makes my life easier and enhances our relationship. Smiley face. Enter, enter. Oh my god. Plus sign, 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 plus sign. Enter, enter. PPS dash. As recommended, candlelight is essential. Is. <laughs> oh my god so okay all right pack 16 i mean as a woman i gotta applaud pack 16 right i, I was thinking about this the entire time because i was like if more men read this book then i think the world would be a better place certainly it was interesting because it was like teetering on this line of bragging Yes. But then at the same time, really giving credit to the book. I liked that Pax mentioned that the book was about more than just sex and that it did really do kind of like a paradigm mindset shift mm -hmm. because I was thinking maybe even though at times it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, how, do I really need to know how many orgasms you're giving a woman? But then I was like, you know, maybe I do because maybe this is somebody who really was deeply impacted by this book is sharing it clearly with an audience that wants this type of information. Correct. Also with, I guess, men or women reading, you know, the book to please their partners. Like, it's not like we're putting this lewd information out there for a children's book or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is clearly the audience of people that are going to be reading this review maybe wants this information. You know, the whole time I was listening to it, I really wanted to make Pax a review queen, but they lost me a little bit in this XX plus 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 PS PPS. I mean, I know it's just like the reason they did that right is to like kind of separate it out. Yeah, it's basically so like, like a visually, right? Okay, but I mean, I think we we could have we didn't need the PPS and the PPS, and we also didn't need necessarily the dragging of the ex-wife. I feel like really could have been left out. Oh, interesting, because I feel like because it occurred to me that they're saying it's unfortunate the ex-wife won't experience it, rather than being like like it sounds like they don't hate the ex-wife. But then it said like, but that wouldn't have fixed our issues anyway. Like I don't know, right? I actually find this review to not be super lewd. Like they use the word. I, well, first of all, the book is called uses the phrase "come," right? But Pax even uses the word "orgasm." They do say "come" throughout, but 
it doesn't seem very adult in the content. It feels very sort of almost clinical. Clinical? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked that. I really I liked that. That was like what I found kind of queenly. And I really liked that Pax owned up to like, I was too fast. I was too rough. I, you know, I was doing these things blindly. And now I know. Right. When was this book published? Well, this paperback version was published February 1st of 2009. Okay. So usually it's a hardcover first and the next edition will be paperback. Right. And then when was the review written? In 2018. Okay. How old do you think Pax is? I think that Pax is in his 40s. I feel like they could even be older. Like, I feel like... You think like so? It, well, I get that this is 2018, so... It, but that's not really even that. It's not even really 10 years ago. But I guess I have a story here that, like, this person is very learned. Like, they were like, I want to, like, research. And so they were looking up the joy of sex. Then they stumbled yeah. upon this one and were like after a year's time, wanted to do more research. I don't know. I feel like 40-year-olds are on TikTok being stupid. I don't know why I get I get vibes that like the ex-wife mm-hmm. was like a young wife. Like they were like high school sweethearts or something like that or college. I just feel like that was like a young marriage and that they this person still has, like if this person were to remarry this like partner that they still have like a long life ahead of them i guess that's why i was thinking like middle age right yeah no i agree it's interesting to me because my first impulse is like oh you're saying you're a good lover well then you obviously aren't but i get that in the context of this review it's sort of like oh i'm comparing how i have been with applying techniques i learned from this book and the results are measuredly different exactly like that's why in the beginning i was like ugh, with the bragging and with the i gave her this many orc like i don't know usually if a guy is saying that you're like okay you know but in this case like this is the context in which it's appropriate to discuss that and a guy that i think is just bragging about how good they are or whatever is not going to be doing that in a clinical book review format giving credit where credit is due in this case yeah the honestly this review kind of feels like goodreads to me like i feel like it's an intelligent person who is like really taking on the assignment of writing a review for this book you know totally they read this book and then they they did what i think we really like which is that they put themselves in the shoes of their former self when they were going to, to select whether or not to buy this book in the first place. This was the review that Pax needed and he paid it forward. It is interesting to me that Pax always abbreviates the title of the books yeah. in such a verbose review. <laughs> it's like they're both three... <laughs> Didn't want to waste any real estate yeah, I guess not. on the book title. Why do you think Candlelight is essential? I think that packs with like the candlelight is essential and with it's more than just sex and you know that she comes first in more than just the bedroom. I think all of those things for me, even though I think again, maybe not necessary to do it in the PSPPS format is alluding to the fact that this is not just a book about sex positions and female anatomy. This is a book about like, intimacy and relationships and the candlelight and and the female brain right i think there is a sense of you want to be 
romance. Like you want to have that candlelight environment. You want to set the tone. You're not going to, you know, that's the way I think a more female brain works. So uh, speaking as a female. Right. Have you ever read The Joy of Sex? No. Me either. I know. I've like heard it. It's been like in the zeitgeist. I'm like, maybe I should read it. Now I don't even remember how I came across this book. But I think I came across it from looking up like, oh, it would be Yeah, how did you come across this book? No offense. I think it's because I was looking for a review for The Joy of Sex. I think that is literally how I found it. And none of... Oh, I remember. I thought it would be funny to do... I remember now. I thought it would be funny to have a review of the Kama Sutra. Okay. But none of them really were like interesting. And then this was like a recommended book. And I was like, she comes first. (laughs) That's a good title. Yes. Kind of a pet peeve of mine. Let me know if you feel this way. I feel like we've talked about this before. If you're going to have these like long subjects, then why are we reiterating it in the beginning of the review? Like, just have a short subject and then say what you will. We had this whole lengthy subject line in all caps and then started the review saying the same thing. Yeah, it does bother me. Yeah, it is literally the subject. Right. She Comes First is very highly recommended. It has opened my eyes. It has significantly increased my confidence. Yeah. Eye opener, opening of eyes is said so many times in this review that it kind of pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Pun intended. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think that me, the only thing I can think of is that because I mean, I'm not seeing it on the page, but in hearing it, it's obviously a longer review. We're getting into the PS and the PPS that in this case, maybe it's like, this is the synopsis, this subject. Like if you're not going to want to read this whole review, these are the bullet points. Yes. No, I agree. And it it does feel scholarly to me. Like for some reason, I feel like PAX was like, I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to take a class on female pleasure. And this is like a final exam essay from what they learned. That, which is also, I think, why the PS and the PPS is sort of like, it feels like a counter to that approach. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I can't distinguish if I feel like the PPS is meant to be like a slight nod at humor or if their intention is like... The better I, I become... Oh, the become. That's definitely meant right. to be a joke, right? Or winky, at least. That's also another thing. This is just random. But like, in my experience of life, I always thought that C-U-M was come when, it, when it's pertaining yes. to sexual experiences. So like, this book is spelled C-O-M-E-S. And even his says, I be, quote, come. And this is interesting because it's not B-E space quotation come it's b-e quotation mark c-o-m-e quotation mark well i think that i think the reason why this isn't just called but what is comes because that seems a little like yeah that's like below the brow i think of this author also it probably does mean coming like she comes first in all the ways exactly right that's what i was gonna say i think that it's because it's it's all it's an all-inclusive coming come So, all right. So do we think there's any value or new, unique information? I mean, I really... I think that there's a lot. Yeah, you go first. Oh, you come (laughs) first. Thank you. I I just think that I'll I'll let you go because I feel like I've been talking a lot. But I do think that they give like teasers, you know, enough to really intrigue 
to arouse interest in reading the book, but they don't give anything away, like no spoilers, yeah. which I think is appropriate. Yeah. Like I feel like PAX 16 is like a movie reviewer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, yeah, I do feel like I really get a very strong sense that PAX is being truthful here and that this really has like real world application. It's not just like a self-help book where it's like, oh, that's really interesting. I have a like an epiphany and then you forget about it and it's over. This yeah. is really like, I have many, I mean, they even say I've discovered three ways to guarantee results. Right. I mean, it's like as if we're talking about growing a business, you know? <laughs> sure. I also liked that Pax talked about how they were a little, I think they said this, like they were kind of a little insecure before they put the lessons into practice, which mm -hmm. I thought that was a really good emotional point to hit because I think a lot of people would feel that way. Like, okay, so now I've like read the book and I've garnered all this information, but am I going to actually be able to do it? And I feel like that's where the confidence really came in because it was like, I was insecure with whether or not it was going to work and then it did work and now I'm confident. Right. So I like that journey for PAX. Yeah, no, I agree. The spelling grammar here is pretty on point. I don't, I don't think there are any typos. I definitely think this is truthful to Pax's experience. I feel like there's just like too many details for this to be shady. I mean, the only shady element is like, are they talking themselves up a little bit? I don't know. You know, it did occur to me that it's like, and I think it might be a good thing. Like if this is all that much of a paradigm shift right. that like, oh, let me consider my sexual partner's needs that you didn't even that didn't even occur to you prior to this book but it did make me think oh if this is this new partner's first interaction with this with Pax then that's like a level with which you have to always be at or meet but i don't think that that's um requiring much are are most people not concerned with other people's needs i mean yeah. i'm t separate of finding the female orgasm sure. which like there's so much societal there's so much bullshit around like why men have never even like entertained that concept but do people like when they're engaging in sex is it common that they're like not even considering the person they're engaging with yeah. i mean i'm sure it is of course it's very common yeah. which is why it is it's great to consider this book right but it is a monolith in a sense that there's only a certain population of men i think that would even entertain it. Yeah. this which is sad but probably true and so makes me want to give pax a little bit of credit there that that they even you know sought it out or taking it on yeah yeah are there like a lot of reviews does it seem like a lot of people are buying this book yeah it became very popular this review itself has 365 helpfuls wow but, okay but there's also people that have a lot of um negative criticism around it okay saying that it's a little simplistic but maybe it sometimes but, it needs to be you know simple i don't know right monkey see monkey do but also i do think women could read this book and it's sort of like all right if you have a selfish lover and you want to keep the lover but you want it to be different then you know you could communicate some of the techniques in the book put this book in there like in their nightstand and you hope that they read it how did this end up here <laughs> oh my Where did gosh this come from and isn't it interesting it's written by a man oh i didn't realize that this is written by a man ian that Kerner. is interesting oh okay yeah ian 
Wow. Happy wife. I wonder if that, that's very interesting. I wonder if that makes it more approachable to like a cis man. I know. I was wondering that too. Like, I wonder if this book was written by a woman, if it wouldn't be as successful, which, you know, maybe, maybe in this case, it's good that it's written by a man because obviously I guess Ian found success and he's passing it along. But this feels like there's that book called The Game or something like that. Do you know about that? I think it's the called game. The Game. I don't know. It's like, like that show on BET. Oh, I don't know. But I or I think it's called The Game. The Rules, The Game, the I don't know. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so stupid. But it's it's a book that like a lot of guys read when I was in college that was very like broy and like how to catch the girl. And it felt very gross if I like found out that mm. a guy was reading that book. But I I don't have that same even now knowing that it was written by a man. I don't have that same feeling because I think the end result or the end point is not like, let's capture the lady. I think that it's right. let's pleasure the lady so that we can have a more successful relationship, which I applaud. Do we think this is a common experience? I don't know. I, I can't tell if it's just that Pax is a, is an A plus star student or not. What do you think? Well, Okay. Well, now I'm very... Okay, so I'm just... I'm looking up... Okay, so Ian Kerner does have a PhD. Okay. And there are 6,048 reviews on Amazon. So it is a very popular book. And are most of the reviews positive? What's the the score overall? He looks like a nice Jewish boy. It's 4.6 out of 5. All right, that's pretty high for Amazon. Yeah, it's only 3% one star. I consider anything really over a 4445 to be pretty good. And they've written a bunch of... um, Oh, it says on the cover, it says more than 125,000 copies sold. Okay, that's a lot. So it was popular. And then, so the image on the cover, it's like a very stark white cover. And then there's like a, a... I guess this is a fruit, but there's a... Maybe it's like a passion fruit, but there's a bunch of seeds in the middle. Like it looks very um, George O'Keefe. Okay, got it. Yeah. But the seeds are kind of grossing me out. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if this is common. I mean, I imagine like, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel like when men are from Mars and women are from Venus, like that became a whole craze. I could see how even a woman could buy the book and be like, honey, let's like introduce some of these things. Like... I'm I sure think I can see it being common in the sense that like if you're actually going to read it and you're actually going to like take it take in, it on. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's probably typical. Like if you were really wanting a paradigm shift that it would be achievable from reading the book. That feels yeah. probably honest. Yeah. There wasn't like a ton of humor, but I no. kind of like that i think i'm gonna like put that in the plus column because for the subject matter no i mean no pun intended again on the plus 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 but i'm gonna put that in the plus column because this could have easily turned out into just being like a jokey review and i think for the sake of the intention of the book it's better that it wasn't yeah i agree because i don't think that pax finds this to be comical like i think it's yeah this is like in a way, this is like a love letter yeah. to the book. That is sort of why the the more I practice, the better I become. Mm-hmm. Like, really stands out because it's the only like. But maybe hard that's hit. why we did the plus 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 plus. You know, separating it out because it was like this is like the clinical yeah 
whatever love letter portion and then this is the wink right right you know i mean impact deal breaker i mean i think it i mean it this is a strong I think review it's impactful yeah yeah it's a strong statement for the book having value i agree yeah all right i think Sh- i could crown should we go into crowning yeah let's do it Everything just feels so sexual. Like the crowning feels sexual. Everything we're saying <laughs> crowning. takes on a whole new message today. But I'm ready to crown. Let's do it. I'm, I'm so torn, but let's let's go into it. Okay, so Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The queens are tabulating. After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox, honey. Total school. <gasps> we did it. We both went for the review queen. We made Pax a review queen. I feel like Pax, this was pretty queenly. I think as a woman, I have to applaud you for reading the book and then also giving credit to the book for all your moves, not just like being a bro about it and being like, I read this book under the covers and now I'm going to pretend like I was just born with this genius. Like you're owning up to the fact that you weren't great before and you weren't confident before. And this book really, really helped you. And I think you're a queen and I, I wanted to honor you as such. And you know, the PS and the subject were little things that bothered me. The humor wasn't really there, but I thought at the end of the day, I got to reward Pax and make him a review queen. Why did you go for the review queen for PAX? Ultimately, this lands for me as, you know, like when I want to say you read a really good book and then all you can do is tell everyone you have to read the book. Yes. It's also like when you see a movie and you're like, oh my God, you have to go see this movie. Or when you like find a new restaurant and you're like, you we, you have, it's like PAX had such a paradigm shift that all they want to do is share that with everyone. That's really like, what comes across from this review, which I think when you boil down, what is the benefit of having everyone share their opinions? That's the benefit. Right. When someone has such a huge impact from a product that they just want to scream it from the mountaintops, like we're at the beginning of Sound of Music. (laughs) Like, that's exactly what I get from this. So I do think that the plus, 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 plus doesn't translate. Right. When you're when I'm saying each of the actual plus signs, it's a little obnoxious. Right. But when it's you look obnoxious. at it on Amazon, it's less obnoxious. Right. Yeah. And I agree. It's like the nitpicking we did was just because that's us breaking everything down. But right. ultimately, I love PAX. I love that PAX is owning up to things that they have improved on in their life. And they're really doing this before and now share, which I think is always very impactful. Yeah. 
for that reason, five stars. And I'm very curious. I'm gonna lo- I want to look Pack 16 up and see if there are other reviews. Like, I wonder if they take everything this seriously. I also like that it wasn't like Pack 69. You know, even though that would be apt. <laughs> so that's oh, that. So it wasn't as blue and raunchy. No, I was not sure where we were going with this when Trey was sort of teeing this up on the Patreon. I thought we were really gonna go even more raunchy but yeah this was sort of educational i hope our male listeners who are listening to the show are intrigued and i hope that this can contribute to a more equal playing field so to speak in relationships moving forward yeah we can talk about this on the after show but i'm really i'm really caught up on this like novelty idea of like whoa if i focus on their experience instead of my own <laughs> I have a positive reaction. Like Yeah, but but I like so I think horrible. that that's because you have like a more sensitive mind than your typical Right, I'm cis, probably more female in that way. Well, that's know? also why I was sort of asking about the candlelight cuz I am someone who likes to light candles. Right. So I'm like and also I do approach sex as like what's there for them, right. which I I guess is more feminine. I mean, I mean, we're neither of us are straight men, so it's like sure. they're sort of taking a punching right now, but it is sort of like <laughs> Yeah. Is it and really, no, but like, like at the same time, I think it's you know, I'm single and I've had you know, experiences that haven't been the best. And so I think reading this review from Pax is like war you know, melting my frozen heart a little bit and saying that if so many people are buying this book and so many people are focusing on this, then maybe there are men out there that are a little bit more willing to, you know, want to work to make the the experience pleasurable for both sides. So I like this. Yeah. So the reason I think it was so great for today is that if you are in a loving relationship where you feel like maybe reading She Comes First, The Thinking Man's Guide to Pleasuring a Woman, would have made last night better, (laughs) then now you know that you can be like Pax and you can go get it on Amazon. Yeah, go get it. Go buy it now, please. Everybody, everybody buy it. I might buy it, honestly. That was good. Good All review, right. Trey. Way to keep this one hanging on the shelf. This review queen in the wings. Why, thank you. Well, with all of that said and done, yes. we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting tonight? For my royal highness. So, thanks for asking, Trey. I would love to nominate a royal highness and i was thinking speaking of being able to find things today i want to nominate i think i might have done it but i'm going to do it again anyway gps have we done this have i done this maybe i have here's the thing if anybody i don't i have done it if anybody knows me (laughs) if anybody knows me they know that i can get lost in like my closet i have a very Mm. bad sense of direction and I just don't know what I would do without my navigation. It's like I the times that I've gone into my car and for whatever reason, like I don't have the signal, like I freak out. I just think, what did I do? How did I get anywhere? I remember driving to school before I had navigation and I like missed my exit and I had a panic attack and had to have a police officer escort me to my school, okay? That's what I did. That's what I did before I had GPS. Sad but true. And I just don't know what I would do without it. And even though it's sort of creepy because like things are tracking us all the time, I also think let's like 
do our due diligence and say thank you for this modern convenience that we maybe take for granted. And I might have done it, but I use it every day. So it's worth repeating. Thank you, GPS, for navigating my life and taking me to where I need to go. You're my royal highness this week. I mean, truly, truly concur. It is like one of those things where like, if you did not grow up in a culture with iPhones, then like you don't really understand what the experience was like. I literally, like my job is literally 13 minutes away. And I drive it every time I go to work, which is multiple times in a week. And I still still put the GPS on and it never changes. It's it never has it has never offered a different route. I want to, yeah, I also, right. But still, I like to have it. It's like it holds your hand. And also, it tells you when you're going to get there. Tells exactly. you if there's like That's a little really... bit of a delay on your way. Yeah. So that like you don't have to be, like, I hate, there's nothing worse than being late, okay? But the only thing that's worse than being late is being rude. Like, if I'm going to be 20 minutes late because I just I just hit a delay on the 101, well, then at least I can call the person and say, hey, you know, my navigation is saying I'm going to be 20 minutes late. Do you want me to meet you at the restaurant instead? Whatever. Like, I can try to, like, preempt the problem, be a little bit less rude, a little bit more caring, a little bit more giving. I do feel like we have done this before because I remember talking about how your school was in a different state. And then I remember also saying that my dad was a traveling salesman and he always had like an atlas. Oh my God. Like the back pocket of his, you know, the passenger seat, you know, those little, and he would literally, and there was always a pencil folded in there, like where he would write out the The path you have to go, which like, I can't even like, when I zoom in on Google maps, uh, of course, MapQuest. Yes. What, a, what a glorious and t- and um, s- stop, hop, stop, hop. Oh, hop, hop, hop stop, stop. That was for like subways. I used to use. Yes. It for that. Yeah. Like I can't even zoom in on Google Maps in my neighborhood and like tell you like what interstate I'm going on. It like I literally just don't know how to do it. Like I just follow my directions. You know, it's, it's like right. I don't know how he used to go to different states. Like from. Maps are very confusing. It's like amazing that people can just like look at that and know what to do. And you know what also I feel like similarly has gone away? Those, you know how you would balance your checkbook with the pieces of paper in the checkbook thing? Yeah. Like like I really feel like. Yeah. Or just like the paper. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's just like everything, like it automatically, like all of the information is on your bank statement, right. like online. Even like, like a copy portal. of the check or whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like that's so weird. Yeah, I know. These are the things that we take. I'm telling you, these are the things that we we take for granted because we've and just also gotten very in this, uh, used to them. And even in the same conversation as the calculator. I know we have talked about this, but it happened the other day at work because everyone's so much younger than me. And I was like, you just literally always had a digital phone. We literally had calculators. But now we have iPhones. Right. And smartphones. Like you don't need to have an extra thing. No. You don't need a camera. You don't need, I mean, there's just like, it's, I mean. You don't even need a flashlight. Let's not give away all the Royal Highnesses, all right? With these things might oh, come true. back. Oh, true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, save that them. That is true. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, yes. Good induction, obviously. Yes, GPS. I don't know anyone who doesn't use the GPS. If you don't, I don't trust you. Just yeah, that's a different brain. Yeah. 
Anyway, we did it, Trey. We have reached the end of the route. We have arrived at the end. And that's another round on the RU. An eye-opening RQ Ferris wheel of plus sign, plus sign, plus sign. (laughs) Don't forget the candles. Thank you for joining us today. (laughs) If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash do Nate or donate, <laughs> where even a dollar tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can also follow us on all the shows socials you can also follow us on all the socials at the review queens i'm at chelsea bd and remember chelsea with a y and i am at trey gerald i thought you were gonna say little bow literally yesterday at work literally Uh yesterday at work i trained someone and Uh so another um employee was like oh i was talking to the new person and they were saying that um Terry trained them. And I was like, you are out of your fucking <gasps> mind. I just inducted this on the podcast. Oh my God. Why does it keep happening to me? My name is not Terry Gerard. That is crazy. The saga continues. Anyway, you can follow me at Terry Gerard. <laughs> oh my God. It never gets old. On today's after show pod, we are rating and reviewing a one star Yelp review for Taco Santo in Brooklyn. Get ready to find out what made Trey say, Oh my God, that is such a good nomination. I love me. And to find out what made Chelsea say, Yeah. Whoa. My microphone went super soft. Then come on and join us and become a member of our Patreon at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon so that you can also hear our weekly members-only after-show companion podcast. And remember... Ignore the haters! You're a freaking queen! Agenda non-specific freaking she-comes-first queen! That's right! And congratulations to our review queen this week! Good gerb! Good gerb, Pax! If you're listening, a good gerb mugger shirt is yours. Call in 1-850-REVIEW-0. Bye! You better let her come first. (laughs) Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Bora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. I don't know if we've had a unanimous queen in a while. Yeah, it really doesn't happen very often. Right? I don't, I mean, can't even think of the last one. Should we let our review queens come first? You, I can't, come on. I need Natalie to help me break down that riff. You, oh. That was the girl. (laughs) You, oh.